I, yeah. Did you tell them monsters? What? Did you just call us monsters? I, I was. I, just, I agree. Uh. I just feel like let's make eye contact intensely right now. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're checked in mentally. We're gonna check in later, but let's check in with you, audience. This is Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime and Friendship Hour. I'm Courtney, the host. I'm Cody, the co-host. I like anime. I like friends. Uh, <laughs> I make Cody, my friend, watch anime so we can be friends. And then we talk about that anime and how much we're friends we are. And then we get you, who are probably I think there's friends. learning in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to learn. Oh, yeah. There's always learning. <laughs> you know, lifelong learning is what we're about here. And it's going to last an hour. Probably a little bit always, more. Always. Unless it's a little bit less. Uh, never. <laughs> We've had 45-minute episodes. 48. I don't care for this fact-checking. <laughs> I, I prefer to build a universe in the intro and to have uh, that be all true. All right. President Donald Trump. Oh, my God. We're getting so political. Uh, it's the Georgia runoff election today. Uh, <laughs> precincts are coming in. Hot. What? <laughs> what? You didn't even know that was happening, did you? I don't know. <laughs> Look, most ex someone... expensive house race in history. Wow, <sighs> Georgia, you, you you come a long way. No, that's Virginia Slims, not George. <laughs> there are no Georgia Slims. Georgia peaches. Uh. Georgia peach. Um, hey, I really hope everyone does well. Um, I hope everyone tried the hardest in that election. <laughs> Sounds like we all put in a lot of buckaroonies, but I hope we ho hope that we put in some heart too. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Start I, over. I am the... You, the cis heterosexual male, and then me, the big old look how queer I am over here. If anyone, I should be following with politics. Yeah. 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 No, it's not going good. <laughs> I'm going to close this page. Oh, God. Uh, Was it Politico? It's, no, it was 538. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Um... Uh, uh, let's check in. Check in. <laughs> um, check in. What's new with you? I've I we've already talked about this, but I've bumped up my efforts, redoubled in my uh, commitment, and I am now going from two to four times a day at most moisturizing. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. Game is this based on the season, or is it is it just this your personal just growth? Like, I, I started wearing makeup less. I was like, you know what, Courtney? Take this opportunity to grow and just really get liquids in that face of yours. <laughs> so was it is it you you're wearing makeup? I want to be and young now forever. Your your face is too dry because of um, that? Yeah, that does happen with um not wearing makeup. You get your face can get drier. Your protective layer is gone. Exactly. What is your, your moisturizer of choice? Um, I like Neutrogena. I recently, on a mistake, bought this Say Yes um, moisturizer. The Say Yes? Yeah. Have is you it next seen to it? the uh, Lean In? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's and That one's actually doing really well, but I'll probably go back to the Neutrogena just for, I think it's slightly cheaper. Um, it's the wild world of drugstore cosmetics, Cody. <laughs> Uh, here's what I do. Here's what I do in the middle of work during a break. I hit my face with some spray toner. Spray toner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it in Japan. They call it lotion. 
That really spits. <laughs> I was surprised. I thought it was getting like a weird moisturizer type of thing. Like I'm just gonna spray it on top of my. No, it, it is the toner. Uh, then I'm gonna hit up some sunscreen. Uh, important two every two hours. No one does. No one does it every two hours. Jesus, are you outside for part uh, for your work? No. You just put sunscreen on on the I'm inside. Just, yeah, there are big windows, but it's just for, again. I want to be young forever. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no chances. <laughs> no chances. Um, I just want to be preserved. Uh, uh, like entombed, but alive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, just put me up on. Uh, when I reach forty, just. <laughs> and then put me up on a wall somewhere just like uh uh stuff me and like <laughs> just let that be glass it. eyes and exactly <laughs> uh then i get the moisturizer and then i get a primer and that is gonna do you wait so you have four layers um i guess i don't really think of the toner as a layer but yes yeah cool yeah it's <laughs> thorough it's probably overkill but again can't argue with results. Can't argue with results. We, 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 neither of us look like we've ever been outside. Exactly. And that's the look <laughs> I'm going for. I just, when people see me, I just like, oh, they're, they're lost. They're not supposed to be here. The sun is here. That's not right. Checking with you. Uh, Checking with me. I get, um, I got two days off of work coming up Ooh. this week. I don't know what to do with myself. They're weekdays. Have you considered I have nothing planned. Episode? Have you considered podcast editing? I, uh, I'm we're ahead. We're ahead. We're ahead. We're ahead. We're ahead. Well, I, I won't have to panic about that until oh, later. Oh, I might go to City Hall because <gasps> I have to go there to get parking passes. Oh, I might take my guitar to Guitar Center and <gasps> say it's been ten years. Just make it work again. Nice. I'm afraid to look at. It. I'm sure it's like all rusted it over and shitty and stuff and full of broken dreams. But it's gonna be like Animal Crossing, just full of weeds. <laughs> is that what happens when you come back to that game? It just yes. overrun. Even just even your guitars, just weeds, just like coming out of weeds. the <laughs> all orifices. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we're coming off our our, our festival weekend at mm -hmm. the theater, so we were there every day. Oh yeah. doing stuff, and now we're exhausted. Improv invented by a lady, by the way. FYI. FYI. So improv and Wi-Fi. Yeah, Those yeah. are the two things. <laughs> and and nothing else. Wait, we forgot about yielding. Women also invented yielding. <laughs> like the street uh, the traffic or oh, just in general? Just in general. Oh, okay. Uh, putting someone before yourself. Ah, that does sound. Uh, yeah. That that checks out. <laughs> Anyways, what did we watch? We're still watching Seiya. There's so much Seiya. There's so much Seiya. Saint Seiya, the Zodiac Knights. Not killers. The, not the Zodiac killer. No one really has died yet. That's true. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> There's a lot of beaten and blood, and blood's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Almost anything anyone does, blood starts coming out. Of oh yeah, mouth. blood is a real. You don't have to do a lot to get blood in this show. <laughs> so um, this is after sh uh, the dragon and Pegasus fight, and Pegasus is in the hospital, and they have a whole thing. Um, this is episode six. Yeah, it's episode six. And Shiryu comes in and is like. Yo, Pegasus, someone is lurking around here. Phoenix felt it with his chain. Uh, Andromeda felt it with his yeah, chain. Yeah, oh, Andromeda. Can we talk about Andromeda for a second? Let's talk about Andromeda. So, I Pink Ranger, yeah. green hair. Definitely a man. Definitely a man. But I wasn't totally sure the whole time. Um, He's very beautiful. Very beautiful. His 
upper armor is a little... Makes it look like he has breasts. A little chest forward. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the proper nouns got me there. Uh, I don't know. And then, yeah, like, the idea is, is the chains grow out of his sleeves. Yeah. And can do cool chain whip uh, things. Here's the thing I had. Um, Yeah, he can, like, make a whole field, like... So what? Um, There's a real conservation of energy problem going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So what Andromeda's uh, whole fighting style is he'll get his chains out and like create circles around him, and then if you get in that circle, ah, guess what? You get chained, buddy. <laughs> and they just do it on their own, basically. Yeah, they have like a mind of their own. They they try to communicate to it. He's min maxing this shit. <laughs> He's very defensive. Or he's got thorns essentially. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what is Andromeda's chain? Is that like an actual? space thing is that like orion's belt i could not tell you orion gets a belt or Andromeda gets no it's a it's a, it's a galaxy right or it's a nebula yeah, or it's, it's not even a star it's a shit andromeda i don't it was a it was a kevin sorbo sci-fi uh, yeah. tv show <laughs> I, i'll take your word at it <laughs> i i wanted to point out i feel like who else here has gotten a weapon everyone You're else right. has been punching fucking dragon man has a shield Still well, gets yeah. no weapon. Yeah, no weapon. He has no to punch weapon. with his other hand. Yeah, everyone's weapons is them fists. But this guy's like, oh, fuck you. I got my little chains. Why don't they have swords and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> uh, especially because the, the dragon thing, like uh, a shield with no right-handed weapon, just, what is that? Yeah. That, that you're like off-center, like I weight-wise. I honestly it's... love it kind of just because it feels like, what, what do you need a weapon for when you're going to punch it? You're just gonna punch it. So what? You just get a shield and you punch your sword fist, which is your fist. You just punch. And the shield is is designed to block other punches because that's yeah. primarily what is uh yeah coming at him. <laughs> uh, so Andromeda is fighting Unicorn, and Unicorn is getting his ass kicked. Yeah, those chains just fuck him up. Yeah, and he jumps, tries to jump over the circles, and they're like, that no, the strongest point is a is above. Mm. <laughs> which okay. Um, and uh, the chains spell out Axia. Oh, yeah, yeah. The chains start like, ooh, something's up. They start, like, getting all suspicious again, like Axia. And I forget what the importance of that is. It means uh, it's Greek for thing of value. Oh, oh. Uh, well, a thing of value to Andromeda is coming. Yeah. Yep. Phoenix shows up. Phoenix shows up. <laughs> Bad, there's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. There's a bad guy in this show. There is a bad guy. But who else is he? He's Andromeda's big brother. Big, big brother. <laughs> so um, oh, we get to see an insight. Um, so they flash back to the story about how um, Iki, the guy who is Phoenix, uh, how he became all evil and shit, is when he got sent to Death Queen Island. <laughs> um, and they show that the saints, so they're all orphans, and they're um. In the uh, keto like house, like that old guy's got them training to be like fighty saints, <laughs> and the shit they're doing is insane. Like they're all six years old, and they're like straight up boxing. It's like modern gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, like exactly that intense and ridiculous mm -hmm. that we do to six year olds. Yeah. Uh, it it arguably looked more interesting than the show we're watching. <laughs> I kind of wanted yeah. to learn like watch like little like Muppet babies, but for the <laughs> saints <laughs> yeah uh and then they all get split up and they have to go to different yeah. places right? oh and we find out apparently cygnus just by chance gets sent to the place where his mom is <laughs> deep deep underwater yeah 
they have to like draw uh, straws to figure out where they're yeah. going, right? And and little little brother gets sent to Death, Death Queen, Queen Island. Island, and uh, Phoenix pulls a Hunger Games like, no, I'll go. <laughs> did we find out where uh, uh, um, Andromeda did get sent? I don't have a note for that. Probably Orlando. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we do find out that um uh, the bear guy goes good. Actually, went to Canada because it was. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Canada, it was straight Canada. So I don't know if there is actually an American representative here, or if there needs to be. But um, hey, yeah, who needs uh uh uh, uh <laughs> cultural imperialism? Huh huh huh. <laughs> Canadians can hug a bear just as strong as their that's American right. brothers. That's right. Is there ever been a phoenix that isn't like a dark phoenix? Is that like? Just a trope that's... Give me another Dark Phoenix. The uh, X-Men. Oh. That might be the only one I'm well, thinking Well, I'll raise you Phoenix Wright. Is there no, like, does he never... Um, I think in one of the games, instead of being, like, all in a suit, he's, like, kind of this depression dad guy. Like, he's got... Emo Phoenix? He cap on. He's wearing sweats. He's got a sweatshirt. And he's just, like, he's got a beard he hasn't shaved. And he's just, like, yeah. Yeah, I used to do love. Yeah. <laughs> Objection, I guess. I guess. If, if he never get, say it. Does he never get charged with a crime? That's like a classic lawyer thing. Is now oh, he's got to be on the stand because did he murder somebody? Maybe he does. I don't know. But I he'd know, still be the good guy. I know he had to defend your the antag in the first game the the not the bonus final um case but the final final case you have to defend the main antagonist. Ah, yeah. Now you have to put your duty to your your yeah, system yeah. of code of laws above fact that he's a bad guy yeah well he's not the bad guy he's just a prosecutor <laughs> you know so nuanced i know uh anyways so oh phoenix is like i hate all of you especially you little brother you piece of shit <laughs> it's a real oh. dick bag yeah and he takes the uh the gold cloth the gold cloth oh and he has henchmen who are just like uh um the saints but in black armor yeah just evil versions of all yeah. of them like it was pretty early in a series to have like mega versions of the characters. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this because this is a this is a pretty heavily done trope in video games, and I'm assuming anime is yeah. is the dark version of yeah yeah other things. Yeah, like the dark version of yourself. It's like, oh, can you beat your own skill set? Yeah, the first time I encountered this was uh, Zelda Two. The mm. very last villain in the game is, is Shadow Link, and you just gotta like fucking stab him and your sword yeah <laughs> i don't know you're kind of overpowered in mechanics in that game because you can attack a high and low so fast compared to every other enemy and then, then finally at the end it's like okay well now here's an even fight and that's like the the, the strongest like, yeah final thing um i don't know is there is there shadow versions of stuff and things you enjoy i mean yeah do like, you generally enjoy this trope or do you roll your eyes at it i think it's kind of cute kind yeah. of fun I too. don't think it's worth making a whole plot points about it yeah. as we do in this series. That'll go on for 10 episodes. Yeah, yeah it's a little much. Do they explain where the, the black... Because, okay, so now they're making a distinction. These are the bronze saints yeah. that we see with the bronze cloths. Yeah. They're, we have one golden cloth, and now these people have the black cloths that presumably yeah. all also I, have boxes. I was confused where Phoenix even met these dudes. <laughs> If he's been on Death Queen Island, which is supposed to kill everyone, where'd these fuckers show up? I think they actually said he went to hell and, like, came back from hell. I thought that was a metaphor. Maybe. I'm not good with <laughs> subtitles. I, I, I think they just meant hell was 
Because they say Death Queen Island. Oh, yeah, it's all volcanoes and shit. And like, oh. He's supposed to learn there. Who's going to teach him? What civilization is there? It's, that's like the Raised by Wolves like version. Yeah, but it's not had... even... Wolves have a social structure. <laughs> he didn't get a, 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 a mom yeah. character like Who's going to teach him? Like a, a volcano a and a mask? It's not and happening. chest armor. Yeah. <laughs> Get some armor for your volcano titties. <laughs> anyway. He steals the gold cloth. Oh, the unguarded one thing that we all care about. Uh, it's oh, gone. Yeah. And and a fucking um, thinging comes out of it that looks like Sagittarius. Yeah. Which makes me question, is this where the Zodiacs actually are? are I'm the thinking, gold yeah, it might be. The bronze ones are kind of like what's left in the sky after the Zodiacs, and the gold are like the gold standard ones. Yeah. I don't know. I, d- I don't know either. We haven't gotten to it. It's episode seven. Gold cloth gets stolen. I, the episode titles are very much like what happens in the episode. Yeah, I like love it. they don't even care that like you haven't seen it yet. They do not give a shit. It's for all for retrospects. Uh. Uh. Anyways. So yeah, basically, I think we covered basically all the uh, things of episode seven. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. They 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 they, um, Iki. Uh, Phoenix and his dudes, they fucking steal it, get out of town. And so the Saints gotta, they gotta chase him. They gotta chase him. Yeah. He fights Wolf because that's where his tournament, um, th- okay, so the Phoenix is actually in the tournament. Yeah, they like, up, right? so they, this they is sk- a crazy tournament. Cause they just like, mm, they'll show up. This guy's <laughs> maybe in hell or yeah. best case scenario, Death Queen Island. Yeah. He's like, Saya's like not presume- even done getting his claws. Exactly. And they're like, wheels are turning on this tournament. It's like. Like everyone is the prophet uh, Isaiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, I don't, Ezekiel, I. It's a Passover reference. Are you trying to Bible quiz me? Um, I'm trying to Judaism quiz you. Oh man, did your school make that distinction? <laughs> oh well, I guess. I mean, it's from a. You know, why is this night different from all other nights? I, I, I don't know. Uh, let me make a more relatable reference. It's like Thanksgiving, where you're like, listen. We haven't he they haven't come to any Thanksgiving for the past five years, but let's just put a plate out. Hey, there's an empty chair right here. Is it possible that it fuck what was this? <laughs> What's the Easter thing or Passover thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, Leaving yeah. The, the chair out for, thing uh, for the prophet. Um I can't remember their name. Elijah? Eli- Elijah! Elijah Wood. I feel so dumb. <laughs> feel so dumb. Well, you're in charge of editing this episode, so feel free to make yourself sm- sound as, hey. as, as possible. <laughs> feel free to volume control that. Uh, <laughs> oh, pfft, fuck you. Um, you. Uh, on his way out, Phoenix punches, Hammond punches Athena's bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Classic oh, JoJo punch the what? air, hit a guy across the we room. We didn't cover... Um, uh, Sauri's like bodyguard totally beat the shit out of Phoenix as a child. Oh yeah, it was like flashback like, to abuse. He like had a uh, Phoenix like little kid tied up, and he was just like wailing on him. I was like, "Fuck!" And now we're supposed to like you, bro? Fuck off! And that was back when he was like the honorable child. So yeah, was that just like? Yeah, he was nice. And then he comes back, and they're like, "Why is he like old betraying me? Why does he hate everyone?" It's like. Because you're bad people. Because <laughs> you deserve this. <laughs> Anyways, episode eight. So they're following him, and they find him at the port. It was the port where he was sent to Death Queen Island. <laughs> it's a great shot of a, a traffic jam, and then all the oh, black yeah. saints are just like like skipping to and fro on top of <laughs> the cars. That. It's, it's kind of wonderful. There's a fun piano jazz rock going on. Oh, yeah. Um, 
not quite JoJo levels of awesome music in the show, but mm-hmm. pretty good. I don't know if they had the production quality to For get. For sure. Yeah. It was like 1986, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, so we cut to... Uh, Phoenix and he's putting on the gold cloth and he gets almost all the way all the way oh, through and then Pegasus is like <laughs> and he kicks him. Now wasn't he like putting it on like manually when like normally they put on their cloths by just putting their arms out in the air and it like attaches yeah. to him like a like a like a super sentai or something. Right? Yeah, they do. You know what? Maybe you can just I don't know. Got to put it on hard way the first time and then it like May- maybe. Gotta it, adjust it. Maybe you know it's not meant to be if you don't get a cut scene. <laughs> if you don't get it. <laughs> if you gotta put it on one leg at a time, then you're you're no saint. Yeah, then you're no saint at all, baby. Um so anyways, the uh armor cut pops off and his little henchmen get some pieces and the saints they get some pieces. And uh we have to like we see Cygnus, he finds fights a henchman who has a piece. Uh, yeah, they're just like ass. beating guys up and like collecting the pieces. Yeah, which is Shiryu fun. and uh, Andromeda also fight a dude, kick their ass. They get some pieces. Uh, Seiya fights a bunch of dudes. Four dudes. Four dudes. He doesn't even have his cloth right now. I know they really hammer home the point a lot, like that Seiya is the best one. <laughs> he's Without, Red Ranger. Yeah, he's Red Ranger. Um, then. So his his armor and Dragon Guy's armor is decommissioned right now. Yeah, yeah, because they fought each other too exact, well. Yeah. Uh, and then so he's just on a, out there naked, still doing okay. Um, has Dragon left to to? I guess I was coming up. Yeah, no, Dragon Dragon's back, still there. Yeah, but eventually he has to go fix the armor, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> I'm just, uh, so anyways. So the saints, they get the arms, the something and something. Iggy has the mask, the shoulder, and the chest, and the body of the armor. Um, now this is, uh, we cut to Saori, and she's sad. And Shiri is like, don't worry. Don't even worry about this armor, because we can get them reproduced. This is the next day, by the way. Right. I'm going to go back to uh, China. China. It actually goes further than China, I think. And I'm going to get them reproduced by this guy who can do it. It'll be great. So he has his mission. And he, because they can only carry the cubes around on their backs, like backpacks, he yeah. stacks it up extra tall. But he's also like seven feet tall. So yeah. it wouldn't be as crazy as uh, Seiya would probably tip over. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Episode nine. We're like just chugging along through this. <laughs> Not a ton happens per episode. Really? No. That's They really pack all the incitement, excitement into the opening. I really just hope that'll float the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> that um the uh bumper is I forget if there was what was the official name for that, but going to commercial and back is a cute little Oh yeah, yeah cartoony it's scene. Like uh Seiya punches a little punching bag. Punching bag <laughs> thing, but it like is on a stand and like kind of oh, well, yeah. swings back. I don't know. And it like punches it too hard and like, whoa, we got dazed. <laughs> it punches him. It's cute. It is cute. Uh, uh, anyways, so episode nine, headlines that I can't read. That's what I have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wait, I, you're the one that can read Japanese. Uh, yeah, if I care. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, press conference about, um, the whole thing. Just like, people like, yo, yo, Saudi, what the fuck was that? One dude asks about ticket reimbursement. <laughs> They're like, hey, your tournament, not so hot, is it? 
Uh, they call out the the Japanese police by name. They oh, say, yeah. like, don't worry, we have the Japanese the police. The Japanese? Which they're in Japan talking to Japanese people. Yeah. Still kind of crazy. Do you know a lot about, I've heard that the policing system in Japan is kind of super serious, but different. Um, and I, I don't know how much of this is action movies teaching me things. Um, I don't know. I know, I feel like, I feel like there's more of an emphasis on the detective part of it. Oh. But that might just be what I've gotten from uh, media, and right. I feel like media inherently detective work is much more interesting for a story. Yeah, when you were in Japan, did you ever witness a police encounter? No. Were they invisible? Was there an obvious police presence anywhere? Um. Did anyone ever get pulled over? I never saw someone get pulled over. I think I saw police boxes. <laughs> oh, oh, just like stations where police. Oh, well, here's the thing. Um, sometimes I'll be like a like just a little place where a s- police is stationed, and you can go to them. Like maybe even f- if you're lost and need information. They have little like kiosks, like yeah, yeah, the city? yeah. And huh. it's not everywhere, but uh, some places. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. We have um, we have Bart, uh, security stations that'll be completely empty between the hours that you really need a security person there. Yep, <laughs> that's our system. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't. I have any like real police happening? I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, oh oh oh. So um, uh, Sari says the purpose of the tournament was to spread the message of courage and to find the fighting spirit to the world. I thought it was about to like prevent the end of the world. I don't know, but I think that's the purpose on paper, which sounds pretty dumb. Sounds like, you know, if you want to see people fight, you can just say, we want to see people fight. Anyways, but cut back to the police. Saya requested a uh, a canine dog. The best canine, 95% success rate. I know. And he walks in this room like hot shit. I know. He leans up against the wall. Like, he's not an official person, municipality worker. He lives on a boat. I, the he man lives is on a boat <laughs> like the ladies, man. <laughs> He's drinking a cup of Cavassier, acting like hot shit. I don't think I ever watched that. I've watched it a few times. It's pretty fun. A few times? Is it really? It's, it's Yeah! Those SNL movies are so, like... Hit and miss. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to love MacGruber, and I don't think I got ten minutes into it. Oh, a lot of people say, oh, Hidden Gen Magru- MacGruber. Uh, but, no? I, I tried know. watching I it. It, it, couldn't get my, it could not keep my um, attention. Yeah, same story, right? So, I, I don't know. Well, here's of that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, Ladies Man is another one. It's like, it was on cable at the right times. <laughs> it, it was there for me when I needed it. There you go. Yes. It was... Uh, <laughs> exactly. What was the other one that we... Oh, but Robin Hood Men in Tights. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Quality film. Quality film <laughs> when you have to fold some laundry. <laughs> uh, um, so anyways, we cut to Iki. Uh, no, we cut to Andromeda. I have a lot of points here where I refer to Andromeda as Phoenix because I, I, I couldn't tell them apart for a good while. The, the, the pink and green person versus the blue and red person yeah i know okay (laughs) i i thought i thought that's what he was originally because they were talking about oh phoenix 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 for a while and they hadn't really introduced andromeda right like maybe is that him yeah i I don't know and phoenix has like these like little like um braid things yeah phoenix tails is that what that is yeah oh okay i didn't I i don't know I don't know. Uh, in traditional Japanese art, when you see a phoenix, they'll have like that weird braid thing on ah. the tail. Ho has it. Is it I think. supposed to be hair? 
Or what? Is it I tail think feathers? It's feathers. It, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they do the thing that they do. I don't know why. Is it a yokai? Is it why? The, a phoenix is not a yokai. I know, but why you you're you're saying like it's illustrated in like a traditional Japanese sense. Um, like at Byodoin, which is a, a Buddhist temple, uh, they have a lot of phoenixes. Um, yeah, so like they don't have temples with like 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 the Colossus and like other things from ancient Greece, right? Well, so they have their own version of the Phoenix. From, oh, okay. I believe uh, Chinese mythology. Gotcha. So there, yeah. there's this is a multiple. Uh, the idea of a firebird probably goes back to like Mesopotamia, yes. and yes. Then this is their version of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they have a thunderbird? They have a Quetzalcoatl. I don't know. I don't think so. A Zapdos. Oh, Zapdos. I think Zapdos is as close as I get. <laughs> uh, anyways, so Phoenix is looking at this tree that his brother used to punch, and he couldn't punch because <laughs> he was such a weenie. Wapa! Oh, you see it all the time in anime about dudes training, and they'll punch a tree. It's like, Jesus Christ, that must hurt. <laughs> Why the tree? I, I guess it know. probably it's a little better for you than like punching just a stone, but... I, I, uh, you know what? You gotta be a tough guy somehow. He tells him, we have no parents or inheritance. We can only strengthen these two fists. That's right. <laughs> and this was only six years get, ago. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Andromeda, get your bootstraps. <laughs> Try pulling yourself up by them <laughs> with these two fists. I, uh, I'm trying to grasp for a, a worker's metaphor with a chain's chain, <laughs> supply chain. Who, who controls the means of production? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, he gets attacked by evil evil swan guy. Black yoga. Ba- Black yoga. Uh, 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 oh, oh, and there's a weird transformation fetish porn thing. What? Well, there's a part where Phoenix... He's getting attacked by um the evil uh, ice swan guy, and he's like, ah, it feels like my body is melting into this weird snowflake thing, <laughs> and it's like his body is becoming a part of the thing. You tell, please tell me you've seen transformation fetish porn. Uh, is this like um, anamorphs? Sort of, okay. but with more penises. I th- okay. I never read an anamorphs. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, it's okay you that you didn't. You don't need to know this to understand transformation fetish porn. I see. I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, we're getting really sidetracked. Adult literature. Anyways, uh, the real Cygnus shows up and they fight. Guess what? The real one wins. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> then Black Phoenix shows up. Uh, Pegasus and... Uh, oh, Black Andromeda. Jesus Christ. Evil Pegasus, evil dragon, evil uh, Andromeda. Evil Scooby Squad. Evil Scooby Squad. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Wait, is there going to be a black phoenix? Probably not. Well, I don't care for that lack of symmetry. I think he already became the black phoenix. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. No, I bet he's tied up on a Skullfuck Island or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, like, wow, these dudes are strong. Better watch out. And they all part ways. <laughs> and then the last thing here in this episode Oh, is this th- part is real. This is where this we is can rich. get into some shit. <laughs> uh, Sari goes to a planetarium her grandfather built. <laughs> um, and she gets... Oh, is it really a planetarium? Is that why she's just floating in a chair in space oh, all the yeah, fucking yeah, time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a planetarium. I thought that was just some anime shit. I, that's that- sort of... 
Well, it's an excuse for some anime shit. Sure. But okay, there is some pl- plausible explanation yeah, yeah. to it. Um, she has visions of her grandfather, and he mentioned he predicted that this would happen, and that the purpose of the tournament is really to reveal evil, this this great evil, and trap it at the Coliseum. Uh, and he says that Iki is just, he's just a front, he's just a mid-boss. <laughs> um, and then Salary's like, yo, Grandpa, I feel like the Saints don't get it. Like, they don't respect me, they don't see me as their leader or whatever, they don't like the foundation. And he hits her with this. <laughs> Athena did not forget her womanly grace. Uh, I, and if just to make, I just want to translate it. Uh, for modern modern audiences, I think what he meant to say was, "Why don't you chill out? <laughs> uh, why Cal- don't you hey, stop being?" Calm down. Hey, hey, <laughs> have you ever thought of the fact that you may be a a little bit of an upty bitch? <laughs> why don't you calm down? Uh, stop being so hysteric. <laughs> Tells her he needs she needs a sweet warm heart. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Hey, be egalitarian, but by egalitarian I mean motherly and yielding. <laughs> And just, God, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a it break. It was some real. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Here's okay. I feel like this is a thing that happens. Is they'll show like, oh, here this character is being oh like classist and shit, and they're dumb for it. And listen, I hate classism as much as the next person, but then they also tie this like, and it's because they're a woman. <laughs> And it's like, uh, no, I feel like if you look at it, most of the people who are doing asshole, like, classes, privileged shit are men. Sure. Yeah. Ew. Ew. But then if you, you try to put your hate for that kind of personality, those uh, character traits on a woman, it just makes it even more hateable. I see. So you're saying it would be too... It's to make their villain more interesting, yeah. they'll also just... It's a Cersei Lannister situation. Right. Yeah. Because now it's Queen like, Bitch in charge or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, she's so evil, she's so mean, and also she's a woman. But they don't say the woman part out loud. <laughs> they just let you hate her, and let that hate be doubled by the fact that they assume you hate women. <laughs> also, is there a, a, another thing where it's like... um. She's in charge, but then of course the one thing she has to do to be effectively in charge is to be is to to play up the woman. Yeah, 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 exactly. She couldn't just be the boss. Yeah, she couldn't just like tell him what to do. She also it's like, but I'm worried for you. It's like no, don't <laughs> gotta make, make them believe in themselves. Yeah, you have to fix their fucking inner shit before you can actually get anything done. Let's talk about astrology. That's more Let's fun. Let's talk about astrology. Let's talk natal charts. That's what's really the. That's really what's gonna happen here. <laughs> uh. Uh. Anyways. So we looked up. So this is like the super deep dive, deep cut. Yes. Astrology. This is, um. If you really want to know who you are as a human being. <laughs> uh, and you have twelve ninety nine. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, who do you want to go through first? I, I don't care. Is there is there a way to like do them in parallel, or should you do oh, all? Oh, let's one do them in parallel. That's a good idea. Yeah, is there like different parts to the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the first is a sun sign. That is like your your normal one. That's your top tier regular ass zodiac. Yeah. Um, and how uh, it's described in many places. Your sun sign. It's who you are as a person. When you're not thinking about it, you're just being you. <laughs> you be you. The sun sign. 
Yeah, this is like the essence of you, all summed up. Now you're a Capricorn. Yep. Go uh, caps. And and I think we can uh kind of barrel through the Capricorn because we get it. Yeah, go look at um, it. Um, you know, know, feet on the ground, I'm the prize sign. Those the sun and Capricorn have a realistic, grounded approach to life that can be seen no matter how dreamy the rest of the birth chart suggests. Oh, I thought they were gonna say I was dreamy. Oh no. That's you, well, you might have a dream you have some Pisces in your nail chart. So you there's a little bit of dreamy. Oh no, I meant good looking. Oh, no, dreamy is like, <laughs> you know, daydreaming. I getcha. We did our numerology real quick this weekend, and while I don't remember any of it, I just remembered that oh, yeah. Justin Trudeau was a Capricorn 1 like me, and I was yeah, psyched I was, for that. Yeah, I was um, a Pisces 8, yeah. which was the insistent idealist, and the first line was, you serve to control. <laughs> and so I said many times, that is my entire approach to improv. <laughs> And human relationships. <laughs> Control through subservience. It's just like, yeah, was, I'm trying to be nice. I'm being nice to you, so why don't you fucking do what I tell you to? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. So, uh, uh, so yeah, that's basic. That's your basic. Yeah. Your basic cap. Uh, Pisces, Pisces, uh, Pisces contains within itself a little experience of all the signs as the twelfth and last of the zodiac sign. I, 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 that doesn't come up a lot. That's interesting. Oh, you're closer. Yeah. Hey, coffee, <laughs> baby. <laughs> the caboose. Oh, <laughs> caboose. I don't know. <laughs> this, oh man. Uh, this gives Pisces some the ability to identify with people from all walks of life, from all backgrounds. In some way, these individuals are not only changeable and adaptable, they have open minds and tremendous understanding. Uh, to my Pisces often misunderstood. Uh, they spend a good portion of their lives yearning for understanding and the other part of the state in a state of divine discontent. Divine discontent. Divine. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Suffering is sometimes glamorized in the Pisces, say, Pisces world. <laughs> uh, anyways. You're emo. Exactly. <laughs> so the moon. Let's get to the moon chart. The moon sign. And that is the moon is the secret part of yourself that only a couple of people get to know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. Bubba. You oh. have a moon in Libra. Against Oh, uh, the another way to see it is to say the moon represents emotional responses, unconscious predestination, and self image. That's a lot of hubaloo. <laughs> uh so you have a moon in Libra. Libra. Yeah, I know. What's that? The book? No. What's a Libra? I it's the it's the the scales. Scales. Oh, I always thought that one was yours. It's just like an object, right? Yeah. This is like a. <laughs> but I always so thought. I always thought. So I'm judgy. Yeah. Here's my thought. Uh, was Ge Gemini and Pisces both signs are like, oh, you got two of them, but like, you can only pull that stunt once, Zodiac. <laughs> you could put a fish on each scale, and then it'd be even. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the the water bearer classically has two buckets, right? Mm. on that stick. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Moon and Libra people have a strong need for partnership. Ooh. Without someone to share their lives with, they feel utterly incomplete. This is why many people with this position get involved in marriages or living together. Holy shit. <laughs> living together arrangements quite young. Holy Christ. All right. I've because... This drive for harmony, peace, and sharing is so powerful. Learn lunar Libras are apt to do a lot of con 
conceding. They are sympathetic and concerned for others, enjoying socializing, and revel in a good debate. <laughs> so no. basically, uh, uh, yeah, Amy and I got together starting at junior prom yep. 15 years ago, and I like to drunkenly argue with people. So this thing really, like, laser-sighted <laughs> shot me there. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Th- there's, like, multiple paragraphs for each thing, so I'm going to find some juicy ones. All right. Um, so Lo- Moon and Libra natives simply can't s- help but see flaws in their environment and their relationships. <laughs> uh, um, so you seek relationships and then just criticize yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Living with lunar Libras can sometimes feel like you're on trial, and <laughs> Libra is the expert lawyer. <laughs> I, I I am a lawyer in how far a cup should be the, away from the edge of a surface. <laughs> like, I'm a real asshole about that. And then we have, like, minor earthquakes, and then, like, none of the cups ever oh. fall over, and then I look like an idiot. <laughs> this happened multiple oh, times. Oh, they have short descriptions here. I should be reading the short descriptions. <laughs> oh, y- sociable and popular, good judgment, intelligent and reasonable, like social pleasures. Uh, weakness, instability in loving relationships, unfaith. What? Unfaithfulness, given too much weight of the views of others and to public opinion. Well, that doesn't make sense. Wait, what? Well, uh, what was that? In the short description of your moon sign, it says unfaithfulness, which is bullshit. But just period, or like, what? Yeah. I thought you said in the social realm of something, something. I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm very faithful. Yeah. To a fault. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what that means, Don. What? That was a Mad Men reference. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so my moon sign is Aquarius. Oh. Oh, Aquarius people are extremely observant. What? Oh, sorry. What makes a moon sign? Is it when you're born or what? I don't know what determines it. What part of the thing? You just typed in our tax records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, sorry. Aquarius. Uh, very observant. Uh, lifetime students of human nature. Loving to analyze why people do what they do. <laughs> that means shit-talking your friends constantly. You got me. <laughs> that you can't stop thinking about little things they did <laughs> yeah, like, weeks ago. Why would they do that? And they, they did that and then that. It's three times through They're a bad person. They're a bad person. <laughs> Let me go talk to them for an hour. And then you learn, like, one detail and it all comes back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh. Time to open the case report again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, Why not get a Paul F. Tompkins shirt? That's awesome. Hell yeah! Is the uh, um, please call me Gary. I don't think he does that character anymore now that Gary Marshall is dead. Oh, rip, rip, rip! Oh, lunar Aquarians can be very willful, especially in childhood. With age, these natives generally learn to handle their strong needs. Uh, their desire for independence is powerful indeed, no matter what their age. Uh, what's what's more good ones? Were you an out of control child? No, Were I was you, so in control. Was your brother out of control? My brother just liked attention. So, but between the two of you, like, who'd be the I first one they put a helmet on? I yeah? was more okay. in control. I was the opposite. So the older kid in my family was the grounded one, and the younger one was <laughs> the bonkers kid. You were bonkers? No, no. I'm saying I'm. I was the grounded one. My brother was. Oh, so yeah, I have a younger yeah. brother, and you have an older brother. Anyway. Um, let's see. Let's get this. The scort description. I'm social, intelligent, and lucid. This makes for great sociability. Has many friends. 
I'm modern, original, inventive, and non-conformist and brings new life to everything I do. <laughs> it seems, it seems so asshole, assholey to put I in the middle of all of this. <laughs> uh, they are eccentric with sharp mood swings and complex love life. No That's comment. a weakness. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think, you know... Simplicity could be the most complex thing there is in the world. I don't think they meant as a statement of, of facts and accomplishments, yeah. but maybe I, your I approach have, have, <laughs> is emotionally complex. My dating style is mim- minimalistic. <laughs> does this bring me value? Yeah. Or does this make me feel happy? What type of thing? Um, anyways. Uh. So then the other things is, oh, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. So we have Mercury and Capricorn. So Mercury is basically about how do you communicate with people. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Let's just shift to the. <laughs> okay. Get drunk and talk at them. <laughs> I guess um, we'll see. Oh, the rest of them from this point on are much shorter. That's, okay. Thank God. Uh, so Mercury mind, uh, his mind carp- compartmentalizes. <sighs> why? Why do any of us? Why do either of us read things on this show? <laughs> So the reading and the talking that yeah. is uh Oh, oh, okay. His mind compartmentalizes impressions and he appreciates structure and order. Okay. Yeah. The mind learns best when it can see practical uses for information. Resourceful, reflective, deep thinker. Reflective. Reflective. <laughs> <laughs> like what I was just pull calling myself out on it. <laughs> uh, a fine and vivacious mind undertakes lengthy studies of or if circumstances allow will teach himself a rational person can be pessimistic skeptical and sarcastic possessing a very sharp sense of humor notices everything <laughs> does that That's add up mostly flattering i don't know i guess I, I usually get rational and i usually get uh yeah uh i don't know uh structured let's see what what's my merc my merc Oh, I have Mercury and Pisces because I'm, yeah. Double Pisces. Double. I have yeah, multiple Pisces in my chart still. Uh, I sponge up the feelings and moods of people and the environment around me. Uh, moody communication sometimes very talkative, other times withdrawn. <laughs> uh, tactful doesn't want to offend anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Fr- fertile imagination. Flexible mind, sometimes gullible, but usually simply open to possibilities. Indirect. Can be very hard to pin them down to any one belief or decision. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're very direct, though. Yeah. But well, usually in a moment of outburst. Let's see what it says about my Mars, though. Because that might be where directness comes from. Actually, I think, no. Uh, ooh, ooh. <gasps> the next sign is the Venus. Okay. That's your love stuff. <laughs> <gasps> you have Venus and Pisces. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like that because I'm a Pisces. Sure. I don't know what it means. Well, I'm fuck you. <laughs> I wasn't judging. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. Oh, God. The first paragraph is so long. Venus and Pisces people project project themselves as dreamy, soft-hearted partners. Is that accurate? I don't know what that would mean. I don't know. Everything about the way they flirt promises a lovely time. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't flirted in so long. I know. Who yeah. who even knows what it would look like, I suppose. <gasps> I do gestures sometimes. You do a lot of social gestures. <laughs> um, theirs is an elusive charm. They are sweetly playful, 
a little moody, and perhaps a little irregular. <laughs> they appreciate romance and poetry, and they prefer to feel out both you and the relationship you share. So don't expect too much planning ahead. I feel like that is the opposite <laughs> of almost everything you just said. <laughs> I mean, how much can you re- remember pre-Amy? Uh, I had no relationships pre-Amy. Damn. <laughs> Fuck, what and done over here? I fucking hate you, by the way. <laughs> you there, can still happen for you. <laughs> uh, their sensitivity can be a little misleading at times. Yes, they are sensitive folk, but lovers may find it maddening that their sensitivity is not only directed at them, but towards all of mankind. Is that another way to just say I get butthurt sometimes? I think it might be. <laughs> okay, that's accurate. Let's see with the second pair. Uh, pleasing Venus and Pisces involves enjoying tender moments and romantic times with them. I could. Th- I feel like that's the kind of stuff you I should be better at. You guys don't even kiss. <laughs> We're not kissing. You don't like kissing either. I don't like kissing either. Oh, okay. I don't want to get shit for this. I'm not. I'm just saying. Anyways, we're so close that well, no, we're hugging. We're hug people. We're which hug- we do a lot. So yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to paint this as like we're not intimate. Oh, oh, we got... Okay, so we're doing my Venus now, and we're going to get to Venus and Aries. Venus and Aries, people flirt by being upfront, direct, and even daring. They try to win you over by expressing how enterprising and independent they are. <laughs> so this all adds up. Uh, trying to earn someone's love. Yeah. If okay. you want it, I got it. <laughs> if you want your love earned. I'm not sure how direct you are, though. There's been fleeting moments of directness. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, their style of expressing love can be maddeningly me-centered, but the right person for them will find this approach charming. People get turned on by Venus and Aries' aura of innocent charm, even when they are being childish and impatient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's uh, reiterate that Venus in- represents interest-free emotions and values in exchange for sharing with others. Not necessarily... <sighs> I feel like... Both of us are so such siphons for a romantic conversation what <laughs> i'm not okay you are a person all. who has only ever had one romantic relationship sure. i'm a person who has had zero romantic relationships i see so the, the data is just not there <laughs> sparse data exactly we're really extrapolating a lot of points here but. yeah uh pleasing venus and aries involves feeling their need for action be direct open and honest with them they won't much like game playing or evasiveness unless it is in the comp- Complete spirit of fun. Feel the need for spontaneity and appreciate their playfulness. What part? Short description. Short description. I should always look for a short description first. The one to take the lead in love can be a spendthrift with money is given to making impulsive purchases. Yeah, that's called mania. (laughs) Likes to keep things exciting in love. Very ardent, spontaneous, and charming in his direct and straightforward approach in love. So maybe this is less about a judgment of you, but you should maybe this should be your game plan. Mm. <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like it hasn't worked okay. when I've approached it that way. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> What's next? Ooh, it, Mars. Mars. That's how we deal with conflict. Ooh, war. God of war. Ah! God of war four. You have Mars and Pisces. Oh, back to Pisces. Mild tempered and gentle. These guys and gals move through life in a manner that can hardly be considered direct. (laughs) Mars is the planet of action and assertion, and Pisces is a passive sign that rarely asserts itself in a direct fashion. Okay. An example of Mars and Pisces is Bono, lead singer of U2, who seems to have found the perfect outlet for his creativity through his music and as a spokesperson for love and compassion. (laughs) 
I've decided I'm going to move faster through these because I realize it's a lot of reading. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mars and Cancer. This position inclines toward passive aggressiveness. Say no more. <laughs> I think we got it in one shot. So I'm chill and you're bitchy. <laughs> yup. Yeah. I feel like, let me look back at here because you bitch with me all the time. I know. I, that's why I wasn't sure about that one. Like, like. Well, in- let's read further. Okay, so back to Cody. Back to Cody. Placement of Mars and Pisces is an unusual combination, sometimes prone to feelings of guilt about their anger and difficulties with asserting themselves. Mars and Pisces individuals seem to go with the flow. I mean, like, in real life, I'm very chill and never going to, like, fly off on anyone. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can't be all butthurt and bitchy later. <laughs> Ooh, Mars and Pisces people are not averse to playing games to get what they want. Ooh. Although they even don't always know exactly what they want! <laughs> Exclamation point. Their desires are changeable and moody, and it's hard to really know where these natives stand on any particular issue. And you pretty... You you usually know how you feel about things. Uh, I'm getting a lot of Pisces that aren't fallen where... Cancer. Mars and Cancer. Myself. They need to feel secure before they act. As a result, they can appear rather slow at times. The motto is, the best defense is defense. They may appear weak to some, but they can be very strong. Their strength lies in their tenaciousness. Oh, their sex drive can be very tied up with emotional need. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) These people are often threatened by indifference. Threatened by indifference? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. If there's one thing to be threatened by... (laughs) Ooh. This is your tornado moment where you go to a exactly. super animation and flail about. <laughs> Why was that told? <laughs> they can be argumentative and manipulative. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Their energy levels are variable and they can appear to move rather slowly. They have defensive reactions and bursts of emotional displays when they feel cornered. With reassurance and confidence, these natives are protective, helpful, and dependable in the long haul. They prefer to handle situations peacefully and humanely. I feel like my Mars lines up mostly. I think almost all your stuff lines up pretty well. Yeah. And I've just got a few that are, like, way off base. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll get to the Ascendant one, though. Ascendant? That's, like, what people perceive you as. Mm. Okay, your Ascendant in Aries. All right. Ooh, that means that's, that's very different from Capricorn, I feel like. Okay, people with Aries Ascendants are direct and quick. Their first instinct is to do rather than think. Planning ahead? Forget it. They're really way off. They're way really missing. Off. I Should... did you put in the right date and time and Oh, let me go I back. I was born in Madison. <laughs> what else I did said you need? Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. At 11:04. Yeah, 11:04 a.m. January 13th, 1985. Yep. See, the thing that got me like shit maybe was cuz all of mine were like, yeah. Exactly fucking right. But yours are just, like, so out of this. Like, you don't come off Aries-ish at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, let's read more. You know, Cody, the hopeless romantic that never plans ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my Google calendar looks like. Huh? <laughs> uh, well, let's... My um, ascendant is Taurus. Remember my check-in where I was, like, stressed out by the fact that I didn't have plans on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was a thing for me. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's Pisces-ish of you. <laughs> All right, slow, steady, and capable of it are adjectives that we can safely attach to individuals born with Taurus Ascendant. Mm. Nope. These natives have tremendous stamina and staying power. Uh, given that this is how people perceive me, I wonder if people who don't know me in depth see me like this. Oh. Yeah. I mean, okay, you could say the same about mine then, maybe. 
<laughs> I don't know. You lose me on the Ascendant. Taurus rising individuals prefer to dress in quality clothes with comfortable feel to them. Hmm. I like quality clothes. I think quality in fashion, maybe not in uh, uh, price and area of manufacture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are ra uh, rarely uh, ostentatious in the rarely ostentatious in their presentation. <laughs> All I, my whole thing is ostentation. Is, oh my god, this is so wrong. Many have strong and sturdy physiques. Yeah. Often rather possessive in partnerships, these natives won't easily break up their relationships. Well, I guess that remains to be seen. Yeah. Uh, intensity and loyalty are especially important to the Taurus and rising natives. They are, these are highly sensual people who prefer comforts that a one-to-one stale partnership offers. Yeah. I don't know. It's mixed bags. Yeah. So that's the natal's chart. We didn't get as many uh, ha-has out of it as we <laughs> thought we would. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, oh. it, started, it started good, and then it, it's it's wrong it's just wrong, it's wrong um man. i feel like astrology is more fun the less you keep digging yeah because the more problems show up mm -hmm. whereas when you read a few quick things it's like oh that's exactly right yeah like your thing it's a it's complete bullshit and 100 accurate yeah uh but then when you get into levels three four and five of it it's like it keeps having mm. to take bigger and bigger stabs at you here's the thing when you talk to astrology people they're always like well you need to interpret it like this the it's all such that you can flip it around on itself that's true but when when they're starting to mash these different signs together like there has to just be some combinations that are just absolutely contradictory yeah right? and that's why I, I mean i guess when they're saying that this is this particular area of your life and that's that particular area yeah. of your life like Maybe, but I, I man, think, yeah. <laughs> like if you read that that romance one again, like Amy's eyes would probably roll out of her head, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that that other one about about marrying early and like yeah. the debate though is like like mm, exactly damn, right. How'd you get that right? So I, nah, I don't know. No, what do you feel on like? Um, I feel like especially as like Venus, Venus is like yeah, I do. Uh, I can't understand the concept of someone having any sort of affection for me. <laughs> So in my mind, I have to do all of the work. <laughs> so that makes sense to me. Okay. Let's see. And uh, being passive aggressive, so the can't the Mars one makes sense too to me. Sure. I can't remember what my Mercury was. It doesn't like really. Meh. And Taurus, I guess I don't know what to make of it. I think people who might see me at an improv show, like those regulars you see me, might think, "Oh, Courtney, she's just got it. They've just got it like all on lock." <laughs> Which. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if they gave this show a second listen at all, you know, we all know otherwise. <laughs> Anyways, episode 10. Yay. Grave of the Sacred Cloth. Oh, oh, oh. So it starts with a Saudi visiting saying, uh-oh, his shirt's off. Oh, he's got to do the laundry and clean up quick on his fucking boat, his <laughs> yacht house, they call it. Yeah. Small bubble the cavassier. <laughs> Um, uh, and she gets a letter. He has to go to the Northern Alps uh, and yeah. bring his pieces of gold. Death off. Valley. Death Valley. Do they know? Did Japan know that there's a real Death Valley? I don't know. Uh, also, a lot of things in America are just named after other things with the same name. So I, I wasn't even really? sure. Oh, good point. Uh, uh, who was first? But yeah, I think I they that made too. this up. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. So there's a point where um, he's like, I'm not worried uh, as much for seeing you as I am for you. Because you're the one who'd have to fight without your armor. And it's like, what? She's treating me like an equal? And <laughs> all of her treating him like an equal was co totally like, 
look, I'm being, I'm being less than. Uh. Yeah, it's her motherly love or whatever. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Or womanly. If you want to be seen as not a bitch, just <laughs> be weak and timid. <laughs> People will think you're so equal. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, cut to the star of this episode, Shiryu. Yeah, he met up. I fucking love this episode. He meets back up with Purple Yoda. Yes. Oh, and Purple Yoda is like. That me dying, that was a trick, a test to see if you could keep your head in the game. Yeah, skulls him trying to make clear mind. He starts shooting like lasers at him that he has yeah. like parry. Oh yeah, he has to like beat his master to prove that he can get to um Jameer, which is the place where he can get the cloths reproduced. Yeah. Um, um and he, he has some trouble, but he does it. And then he goes to Jameer, and he has to fight, like, a bunch of skeletons of dudes. Yeah, little skull spirits. Yeah, little skull spirits of, like, saints who tried to get there before, but they died. So he gets to Moo's place, and it's, oh, oh, um, one pawn, one pawn similarity. Ooh. There's this tower that it looks like he's going to have to climb it. Yeah, that pagoda deal. Like, yeah, and what he does, he just fucking, he just fucking <laughs> dragon punches it. Punches no the big. whole thing off at the bottom, yeah. And there's, like, a little kid in there. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure what his station he, he's was. A little, he's a little dickhole kid who's just a bitch. <laughs> and he, like, laughs, like, <laughs> He's supposed to be cute and charming. Uh, Anyways, he's Moo's, um, like, assistant, I guess. Yeah, and Moo's the woman? Moo's a man. Moo's a man. Moo's the man. <laughs> he's also very beautiful. Very beautiful man who is, I guess, the, 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 the blacksmith or something. I don't know. He's going to yeah. fix it. But he says, oh, no, I can't do it. Yeah, um, he these, says, the these claws are, are dead. Dead. <laughs> she, dead. Get man. some dead claws over here. Yeah, and uh, Shiryu has to give his life. No. Yes. <laughs> and we, where we leave him, he falls off a cliff. And then Seiya wakes up and is like, like "Is that whoa. a dream?" What a whoa, <laughs> Shiryu. My, I, I'm, I'm, you're in my thoughts and prayers. And then. We end with the cliffhanger, and they're going to oh, Death Valley. Oh, a literal Valley. cliffhanger. Yeah. Because of the cliff. Hey. <laughs> uh, it's pretty straightforward. Eps. Not a lot has learned. Um, <laughs> fan corner. Oh, I'm so excited for fan corner. Fan corner. Oh, I've been waiting all fucking episode. Uh, okay. We have uh, an official email sent to our official email account. Anime but we never remember to check. Nope. Animeandfrenchpower.com. Nope. Animeandfrenchpower at gmail.com. Just throw a page uh, and tell us things. Uh, we got a request from. Uh, I meant to look this up earlier. I pr I'm assuming you pronounce this name, um, Iran, probably Iran, last name withheld. Uh, and uh, comments. I just found your show on TuneIn. I love you guys. Uh, found your show on TuneIn. I love you guys. Your show is hilarious. Aww. Aww. So one of you take suggestions about anime you watch and comment on. I got one for you. High School DxD. Its storyline is interesting. I know it's got a bit too much boobage thing going. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a harem anime. Maybe you could watch it and make fun of it or something. Trust me, there is a censored version. Uh, yeah, we take requests. Whatever. Fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> Hell yeah. And honestly, we need to get the harem animes eventually. What is a harem anime? Um, a harem anime is an anime uh, where you have the one protagonist. This is a, a boy, usually a generic man. And there are so many, so many girls oh. just <laughs> are in love with him. And they need to be loved by this generic, not so much with a personality man. And they just need... <laughs> Is the, is the plot, like, contrived to, like, make that make sense? Or is this just the... Sometimes, not always. Sometimes it's just, oh, he's so nice. So, 
is this most likely taking place in a real high school, but all the students are women except one? Not instead of that, all the students are women. Just like they're just gonna the most characters. of the cast gotcha. yeah, is uh, female characters, and they're gonna be in love with this boy. <laughs> And this wouldn't have anything to do with the perhaps fantasies of the no, viewers no, 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 that no, would no. want to place themselves no, in no, this no, universe no, no. on this a is fully, generic, uh, a legitimate, very, very highly respected, honestly ancient uh, form of storytelling. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, the tale of Genji is kind of a harem anime. Okay. Uh, the tale of Genji is a story about uh, um, a young nobleman, and he marries many different women. Ah. Uh. Yeah. It's like a Gilgamesh thing, like an ancient tale yeah, yeah. kind of deal. His cool. favorite is young and beautiful. If you'll, if you believe it, the most uh, reportedly most beautiful uh, woman of all the women in the story is the youngest <laughs> and most yielding. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, we will do high school DxD. Hell yeah, we will. Right after this. I don't know how many episodes we're going to do. I'll Four to five episodes. Through the first season. Yeah. And uh, honestly, we're not going to watch a censored version of anything. I don't yeah, think. Fuck no. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we raw dog it here. <laughs> Cody's got a vasectomy. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Another, oh, you know what? Let's fun story time. So the day of the uh, NBA playoffs, we were going to an open mic. Uh, at a bar, and it had been canceled because of the uh, playoffs. How is this a fun story? <laughs> oh, it's fun just to tell. And so what happened was me and Cody like met up. And we're like, oh no, should we go to should we go to this other mic? And every time we are discussing, this guy's like, hey, come over here, come over here. And I didn't know that he was like coming over hearing at me. I was like, what, what, what? And then he uh, accused us of mild racism. <laughs> But offered to buy us both a shot of Jack. And I was, like, all in for hanging out with this dude. Because, oh, he, uh, a woman he was sat next to, he said multiple times that he married her and divorced her the next day. Uh, she said that's not true. He's being stupid. I believe her. Uh, but we're, we, two introverts, were confronted with a boisterous person. And I was all in for being like, let's boister it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I did not help you at all. I feel like my version of that story is I was being heckled by a guy at a bar because I wanted to Without even to doing a set. Without even doing a set. And then Courtney comes in and is delighted by this situation <laughs> and does everything she can to make it worse. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, That's what I did. Cool story, bro. We left. <laughs> we, we eventually left. I, I, you know how... Like in improv, you get to a point with a person who's like, I can mess with you. <laughs> I guess I got to a point where it's like, I can leave him hanging in the wind for a little bit. You'll be fine. Uh, I don't do well with uh, drunk extroverts who want to touch me and yeah. make me respond to things they say. Yeah. And then give me uh, uh, grief for <gasps> Why being do you curt. do comedy? I do usually one way comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I do one way comedy at people. <laughs> uh. Oh, boy. We have fun. I think we've we've become close. I mean, we've learned so much about each other. <laughs> you you dreamy, dreamy, no plan. Li- grab life by the horns, you Cody. Well put together, slow person. Yeah. <laughs> with fiery love life. <laughs> Constantly oh. breaking up with people. Constantly. So. I just oh, I can't keep a relationship going. But anyway, you want to sing a song about high school XDX? Without um, knowing what it is. High school XDX. Da, na, 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 na. 
I played the SNES. It was really fun. I had a drink when I was done. Have you ever played a Super Nintendo? Not on a Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. Well, at least you went back. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, I think Mother was on SNES, and I played that. Uh, true. True that. True that. Well, how how is the Sayaverse? What's our final thoughts? Um, our final thought with the Sayaverse is I just can't wait for these boys to have more things to fight when these boys try to plot. <laughs> when these boys have to get through plot, it's not fun. But when these boys can just fight with their hair, it's fun. Yeah. It's it's just been a lot of and then they show up and fight and Oh, I on. thought this was weird. At a certain point we kinda like our we get our main team acquired, like it's Pegasus, Cygnus, and Andromeda. It's not and 12. Dragon. Yeah, it's like yeah. four. And like not even like twelve, like there's so much like there's unicorn, there's wolf, there's bear. These guys aren't dead. No. And yet they aren't brought along for the ride. And their armor I think is fine. Yeah. Unless the premise was all their armor broke and they only could repair I the don't two. Know. Uh, yeah. It's uh, not holding up in court. <laughs> Can't wait to do Phoenix, right? Yeah. Chris. Chris! <laughs> Chris! Anyways, I've been Courtney. I've been Cody. Bye bye, Dodo. Hey everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone! Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.